Hello and welcome to the VanCast. I'm your host, Graham Eels, and today I'm with Alejandro. Hey guys, how are you? So how do you pronounce that properly? Uh, Alejandro. Alejandro. Yeah. Sounds like some Assassin's Creed character. Oh yeah, man. Could be could be in an alternate universe. But um, What's your heritage? Uh, I'm Mexican. I was, uh, I was born in uh, Guadalajara. Um, and then uh, I lived there for five years. And then I moved to the United States. I was there for another five years. And then I made it to Vancouver in 2009. So what are you up to these days, man? Um, I'm a student. I go to BCIT. I study marketing. Um, I'm also a producer and a photographer. Uh, make mostly hip hop music, and I take portrait photography. So, what I'm interested in is your producing career. How did you stumble upon that? So, two of my best friends are actually music producers and musicians themselves, and just being immersed in the music they were making all the time, I just picked up on some things and. Um, I have a musical background playing uh, guitar and piano growing up, so it just it was like second nature to me. As soon as I uh, started using the program, they use uh, FL Studio, it's called, and yeah, I just picked up quickly, man. And ever since then, I've just been making beats. Every I've heard time. of FL Studios; it's a really good program. Yeah, yeah. Usually, I find people use either Ableton or FL Studio. FL is more for trappy, but it can be used for other genres of music as well. So you're not just producing; you're also making music and yeah making I mean, beats too or yeah yeah so usually what i'll do is i'll produce the beats for artists and then i'll send it out their way and then they'll record vocals over it but as far as mixing mastering and engineering i still have uh, long ways to go well mostly been on the musical side for now so tell me about some of these people that you produce with um well um, uh, my older brother he he's the one who who got me mostly into it his name is uh carlos but his um he goes by Tapatio Music, um, and yeah, he's also a beat maker and um, super talented. Just uh, we both started within the past year. I started within the past four months, and he's been doing it for about a year now. And we work with our artists. Um, they go by the name of a Baker. Um, he's a local Persian background, just mostly trap. Uh, also EDM. Actually, he just released a track with uh, Nasty Music um, yesterday, I believe. But yeah, no, um, just really anyone right now, man. Um, I'm not, uh, I'm not being close-minded in that sense. I just want to work with artists. Um, and your just name get my, out there. Yeah, exactly. Build man. your brand. Exactly. You know. And what is your brand? If you had like a mission statement kind of mm, thing. That's a good question, man. Honestly, these are these are questions I hadn't um, asked myself before. But just if you were to, what what's what what's the purpose? What do you want to do? I just want someone to hear my music and go like, wow, what was that like? So you want to you want to give people a good impression and kind of make them feel good. Like, yeah, exactly. It's just like something they can actually dance to and just like like when they turn it on at the club, everyone goes crazy like, oh my god, it's this song. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it feels good to have recognition. It does, man. It does, especially when you like work hard. Positive too, and it can. The industry makes good money too, so. It rewards you, but you gotta yeah. work really freaking hard. Oh, especially in especially here in Vancouver, everyone wants to make it as a musician. So it's yeah. a saturated market. So you really just gotta stand out. Hundred percent. Yeah. So what what do you think is the factor that makes you stand out? What separates you from these other guys? Mm, that's, you, a, uh, that's a good question, man. But um, what about quality? 
quality over quantity is yep. uh, one of my um, go-to uh, like model models like i apply that for everything in life same it's just like it's good to take your time you know like don't always be in such a rush and just make sure whatever it is you're doing just do it to the best of your ability i agree yeah so that goes um that goes with my music like i spend hours and hours just making one beat and i know guys that spend maybe 30 minutes just like slap it on whatever sounds good but like no i actually take my time i make sure that it makes sense with music theory making sure that everything has like a nice chord progression everything's on the same key what um, is music theory what is music theory um some rules that people wrote a long time ago as, as to how music should sound or how it should be um, orchestrated together. And it's just basically some rules is like uh, maybe what key to play in. So uh, honestly, man, I still have lots to learn. I don't know if I'm the, I'm the guy you should be asking because uh, I'm still learning a lot about music theory. Yeah. Well, everyone's always learning. It's just cool to get a perspective. On. Oh, for sure. For sure. You also do photography, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you mix that in with your music or do you keep that separate? No, definitely. So like if I go to the studio, I'll also bring my camera to take pictures of the artist. Uh, just so, I mean, um, I'm growing both as a producer and a photographer um, each each day I can. Um, but no, um, no, really, I've been, I've been sleeping on photography th this past month. I've just been so focused Out with music. Focus. Yeah, it's it's hard to um, find balance with all the things I, I do. But you could kind of be like the one-stop shop. You can help them make music. You can help them with their photos. You can help them with their art. Like, exactly, exactly. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think just for now, it's just getting my name out there and just making sure that my work is the best it can be. Do you like living in Vancouver? And how has that influenced your producing career? Mm. I do like living in Vancouver. I think it's it's a wonderful city. It's very expensive. Um, you just have to have a good group of friends to keep you keep you motivated. Motivated, yeah. Keep pumping. Yeah, keep pumping. Cause like really, like you have to find like you have to keep yourself busy in the city, or else like you go crazy. You go crazy. It's really. true, man. It's a very busy city. Yeah. You got to keep going. Everyone's going. Everyone's yeah. moving fast. Exactly. Yeah. There's always competition here, so. No, but uh, ideally, if I can find a nice job in the future, I would like to live in Vancouver. And yeah, you just need like $3 million for a house. Yeah, I mean, one day. One yeah. day yeah. yeah. You just got to count them up, man. Yeah. It's possible. Anyone can do it. You just need to have the drive. Yeah. Separate from the random people out there that have ideas, but they're not taking that step. Exactly, man. And I think the, the way that Vancouver's influenced my music... I don't think Vancouver has actually influenced me that much as a musician and as a producer. I think, if anything, my Mexican heritage and just listening to music every single day in the car, doing chores, just there was always music playing in my household and that really influenced me. Uh, yeah. So on your Mexican heritage, what sort of music are you talking about? Um, mostly, I mean, I, I got to give a shout out to my mom, really. She listens to everything and like not just latin music like salsa or like bachata but like balkan music classical music like i grew up listening to like a lot of vivaldi uh, tchaikovsky mozart beethoven a lot of classical music what genre are those um 
a lot of classical, a lot of like salsa music because my mom's a dancer. Yeah, a so, salsa dancer. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, actually, like every single Saturday morning, like at eight a.m., there would be salsa music playing in the household, and just like you gotta wake up, you gotta do your chores, and um, do a little salsa dance yeah, while you're doing your dishes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was good. It definitely, it definitely molded me in that sense. So tell me a little bit more about the culture and what you love about Mexican culture. I think people in Mexico are just so warm, so open, uh, so friendly. And um, I don't know, they're just not afraid of like making the first move or like speaking first or just like smiling first. They're just friendly, warm. It's like a family atmosphere. Always, always. Even with strangers, like even at the bus stop, you'll be chatting to the person next to you. Like well, you won't you won't see a family at a dinner table, all six people on their phone. No, 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 exactly. Like, no one's on their phone. Like, at dinner time, everyone's just socializing. That's one of the downsides to Vancouver, for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of the, the phone craze. Yeah, everyone's in their own little bubble. Yeah. Yeah. And um, even, like, on the streets here in Vancouver, like, I'll smile, I'll wave at people, but, mo- like, more than half the time, like, nothing. Just... It's, yeah people find it weird if you talk to them yeah I, like really I, I don't know i don't know like that's that's i think the biggest um it's very clicky clicky yeah, exactly like if yeah. you don't know someone you you won't talk to them here in vancouver yeah which is a uh, which is one thing i don't like but i think it can be changed in the future for oh sure. yeah yeah over time slowly yeah slowly and start talking get more relaxed exactly get more comfortable with who they are yeah everyone's got to do their part though yeah sure. i liked when instagram implemented the it doesn't show the likes. Yeah. Just like, I thought that was cool. Oh, 100%, man. It's just like, you just post it to post, post it. it. Who gives yeah. a crap, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, you need to focus on the fact that it's a cool photo album for yourself. Exactly, man. I think that really um, motivated me to upload as well more photography because I was just focused on the like the photo itself. I wasn't worried about how many likes I was going to get or who was going to see it. I just wanted to upload a nice photo. So what brought your family from Mexico to Vancouver? So my dad, he's an engineer. He he does a lot of um, supply chain management. So he got a job offer in Kentucky, which is where we lived in the States. And then he got a job offer here. So we really moved here because of my dad's job. What uh, is that job? Um, right now, he, he's a consultant. Um, so he just works with uh, different companies like Lenovo, and he'll do their supply chain management. So it's how they spend their money and just better ways to spend their, their money. And Sounds like a successful man. Yeah, he, he, he works, man. Like really works, works like a dog. Works like a dog, like 70-hour work weeks. That's another thing you see in Vancouver is a lot of people are working like crazy. Yeah, people love their work here in Vancouver. If you can oh, yeah. find your, your niche, then you can go very far. 100%. Whatever you're good at, whatever you enjoy doing. That's what you got to strive for. Yeah, and just stick to it. Stay consistent every day, even if you don't want to. Just And try just... not to get distracted. Yeah, distractions are a big thing in Vancouver. Like, there's always They're like all a... over the place, everywhere. Yeah, but just, just got to keep your head down and do your thing. Yeah. So what? tell me about some of your new music and your genre, like your style of producing. Um, Really, it's like my I can show you like. 10 beats and they all sound completely different but 
at first when I was first starting it was mostly like I would start with like um classical melody like very baroque chords just like c major g major and then slowly became uh it progressed into more like i would look at like sheet music for like jazz music and i would just grab like a few chords and just rearrange it in a way that sounded completely different so uh, like uh, i drew a lot of inspiration from like hans Zimmer. he's the composer for like movies like interstellar inception and he's just got some beautiful cool. beautiful work yeah yeah cool what, what else mm, i don't know honestly i think i think you guys have to will have to listen to it for yourselves um but um lately i've been diving into a lot of more like eastern sounds like uh almost like arabic sort of sounding uh, melodies that's just, very interesting yeah so really it's just a mix of it's like a melting pot of cultures yeah it's like you just have a palette yeah you're just painting yeah painting exactly. whatever you want every time yeah, just choosing from different genres, just changing up the melodies how, however I can, yeah. Would you rather have a group, like a rap group, as you progress forward, or do you think you're more of an individual artist? Mm, I think I work best when I'm by myself, but it would be nice to have a collective group that I could identify with and just grow um but build I a brand with build a brand with exactly but i think my best work is when i'm by myself i agree yeah. i like to be by myself when i work yeah but you gotta be able to bounce your ideas off people you know exactly in the same creative atmosphere exactly and you just have to be you just have to keep an open mind and just um not look down on people just be like willing to work with other people and i think that's what's missing here in vancouver is people are a little bit stuck up and like I don't know. I just wish people were more willing to just work together. Open up and work together. Yeah. Vancouver has, it's got an all right party scene. I'm not going to puff yeah. it up that much. But what do, you, what do you enjoy about the nightlife in Vancouver? Honestly, man, I I, I don't really go out at nights. Like, um, I just stay at home. I'll, I'll put on a movie on Netflix. Maybe I'll smoke a joint and make a beat. But uh, as far as nightlife goes, I, I don't know. Maybe... Um, yeah, no, I really do enjoy going to like the the vape lounges, like cannabis culture. That's you meet some really cool people there. True. Yeah. It's a cool spot. Yeah, it's basically like a bar, but just with like dab breaks and bongs. Yeah. And <laughs> some like, cool people. Yeah. It's like a, it's that's one thing about Vancouver is we just have all this weed and marijuana. It's so integrated in now. Yeah, it's really become it's part, part of the, the culture. culture. Yeah. And like everyone seems to be okay with it. No one really cares. It's no. Just like someone smoking a cigarette. Exactly. Yeah, honestly, I think at this point, like, if you smoke a cigarette, you'll get more dirty stairs on the street than if you smoke a joint. Yeah. It's just... Because it smells worse, I think. Yeah, it, it does. And it's worse for you. And it has worse chemicals in it. It's true, man. These are, these are good points. But, um, yeah. yeah. How long have you been producing for? Um, I started in, I'd like to say, October of last year. October last year. And yeah, um, I would spend a lot of time in uh, New West at my brother's apartment. And I mean, I would just chill, really. But he would always be making music. And then eventually I just picked up on it, started. Uh, I downloaded FL on my computer. And then now every day, literally on the SkyTrain, like I have five minutes, I'll just open up my laptop. I'll start working on a beat. Yeah. And you also are infatuated with photos. Yes, yes. And I saw on your Instagram, you have a lot of black and white Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, the reason I like black and white so much is uh, growing up, my dad, he's also a photographer. 
uh, he would always shoot black and white. And I think just that just rubbed off on me. And also some of my favorite photographers, uh, like Alan Shaler, um, Carlos Romero, they, they just shoot black and white. And I think when you shoot black and white, it just minimizes the distractions and you're just focused on the subject. Uh, I think it, you also memorize photos better when it's just in black and white. Especially uh, when you have one part of the photo that may not be in black and white. Yeah, yeah. That can really focus your attention. Yeah, I, I definitely tried that style photography for, for a little bit. But now I usually stick, uh, like for nature photography, I'll use color. Um, but for street photography or for portraits, it's just black and white. What sort of camera do you use? Um, I use a Nikon DSLR. It's a D600. And uh, my go-to lens would be a 50, millim uh, 50 millimeter lens, which is uh, ideal for portraits. But um, I also uh, use a wide-angle lens uh, here and there just for just to mix it up. Yeah. But um, uh, I wanted to have photography be my professional career, but honestly... Um, it's just, it's hard to make it as a photographer nowadays. And, um, I think I'm more passionate about music now as well. I asked one of my other guests detour about this, uh, cause I'm really curious what in your opinion makes a piece significant and makes it expensive and makes it valuable. Like for example, you may have two pieces beside each other, very similar, but because one is a better artist. Mm. it's worth worth more do you think it's the time they put into it or maybe the certain way they stroke the brush really art is so subjective man like uh i don't know i think it has to do a lot with the people you know and also the publicity you receive because um, yeah i've been to galleries in vancouver where like you see portraits or just photos of like street photography that you could take on your phone and they're going for like 10,000. So it's super subjective. Because I know people that like in Mexico, you'll see people working with their hands all day, but like they sell things for like a fraction, a fraction of what they should be earning. What do, what do you have as advice for people getting into your sort of work? What, what really helped you get it, get your feet off the ground? Mm, well, for photography, I, I just wanted to learn and I wanted to work with people. So I would actually like DM my favorite photographers on Instagram and I would ask them to look at my photos and just ask them for feedback, constructive criticism, just like, what did they not like? What do they like? How can I improve as a photographer? And just being humble and asking other people for help and their opinions and just like listening to them. You really cannot be afraid to be judged. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and a comfortable way to do it is find a good friend and just get them to judge you because you know they're a good friend and it's coming from the heart and just get them to just destroy you and break down everything you do and just tell you everything that's wrong with it because it really does help. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not any good having friends that always just like inflate your ego. It's, and those aren't true friends. Like, no, you need friends. Your that... true friends will tell you you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, I mean, you, you have to have friends like that. I mean, that's how you get your best work. I think the most successful environments are when you have people around you, friends, family that actually want you to succeed. Exactly. And like they'll, they'll see you grow and then they'll give you their support. Like, hey, I like this or like, hey, I don't like this. And you'll grow off each other, bounce off each other. Exactly. It's all about just feeding off each other's energies. That's why all these YouTube guys 
are doing these houses like the FaZe Clan. They got a huge house together and they're all making videos together because they're just bouncing off each other's viewer base. Yeah, not, well, yeah, yeah. You no. got Bradley Martin and the Nelk Boys teaming up. Yeah, yeah. Even, uh, even. Shout out Canada. Yeah. Shout out <laughs> Canada. Rona season. Um, yeah, Rona season. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, even with uh, produ- with producers, they have a. There's this team called Internet Money, and they have a producer house on, like, I think California, and it's just a bunch of producers working together. Yeah, it's it's it's. Great How many to see. producers do they do? Like four or five, or? Uh, f- they've probably grown since, man. They've they've been around for a while. Probably have a big ass house like, too. Yeah, no, it's definitely a big ass house. It's smart. It's definitely the way to go. Yeah, I mean that's that's what that like ideally once like I'm actually making an income off um, like producing music, I would like to have like and like a shared creative environment with like my friends, just where we can create and just be free. That's the dream, man. Yeah, one day. One Who's day. your favorite artist? My favorite are like musician. Top top three musicians in the rap hip hop scene. Scene, trap. Um, well, as far as rappers go, I uh, I really enjoy. So Freddie Gibbs. Um, yeah, he's he's just crazy. Like he's telling a story every time he he raps. It's it's something else. And uh, I think his best song would have to be uh, Thuggin'. From his Thuggin. yeah, from his Pinata uh, album, it's just something cool. else. Um, and I also really like um, uh, Young Thug, Young Thug, yeah, Young Thug. yeah. So he he um, he he dropped an album. He's last a producer, week. right? He also produces, uh, yeah. But he he's uh, he's, he's with a, Birdman or no? He's with um, it's part of like YSL. He's like with Gunna, um, uh, Wheezy. I don't know, man, but he he's a producer and yeah. a rapper, uh, crazy talented, just super versatile. Like, if you actually listen to his all, all of his albums, like they're completely different styles. Like his flows, the music, the beats, everything changes per album. So it's just it's crazy how talented he is. I like that. And uh, my favorite song by Young Thug would probably have to be um, "Jumped Out the Window" from his last uh, album. So much fun. So yeah, go go stream that, guys. And uh, third one. Last but not least, we got um, this uh, this artist coming out of Atlanta. His name is Playboy Cardi. Um, he's got a repetitive melodic flow, but crazy, crazy. I I don't know. Like lyrically speaking, he's not talented. He's more or less a mumble rapper. But just the beats that go along with his raps are like they're crazy. Like I could listen to them all day, no problem. If yeah. you could rap battle one artist, who would it be? Oh, I mean, I would definitely lose because uh, I'm not a rapper, but I would like to see um, Freddie Gibbs in action, like in a rap battle. Yeah, he, he's something else, man. And last but not least, what do you think of Eminem these days? Do you think he's washed out or do you think he's... Yeah, yeah I mean... Or do you think he's, he's killing it? No, nah, man, man. <laughs> he, he needs to retire, yo. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he had a long, he had a good run, but yeah, no, time's time. time. Yeah. What about you, man? Um... Honestly, I think that he's trying to hit people with the flow that was cool when he was popping. Exactly. And he needs to fix up the flow to something more 2020 if he wants to kill it. He's got to adapt. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway... Thanks for coming for an interview. I really appreciate it. What's your Instagram? Um, Oh, so I have two Instagrams. I got a photography Instagram. It's at ARC dot visuals and i also have a producer instagram it's called uh at prod by arc 
ARC. So yeah, go follow me and I'll pull you guys back. Cool. Thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for having me.